0: Hello, friend, and welcome to Journey to Well, the podcast. I am so honored to have you here. Journey to Well was birthed from a deep craving to cultivate tribe. We're not created to do this healing journey or this life journey alone. In fact, it was Bessel van der Kolk who expertly shared healing happens in the presence of an empathetic witness. That is the heart of this podcast and my business to witness. You can expect a plethora of conversations on nervous system regulation, breath work, human design and astrology, cycle alignment, energy and spirituality work, and so much more. We are all on a journey back home to ourselves, rediscovering an innate power within, and I am thrilled to take this journey to well with you. Enjoy today's episode and be well, my friend. Welcome back to Journey to Well, the podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm super excited about this conversation because this is a conversation about human design. So how can we not be excited about it? Uh, This is Delora. I actually met her through my somatic breathwork training. So we met in Phoenix this past year and realized that we both have human design as a tool to help us walk through this world walk through our business um being more aligned in our innate self in our innate being so we're going to be chatting about human design specifically projectors if you are a projector energy type or you know someone that's a projector delora is a two four projector and Yeah, we're going to have a great conversation. So I want to open up. This is probably one of my favorite parts about podcasting is allowing you allowing my guests to just introduce themselves, seeing how you like to introduce yourself. So no pressure, nothing specific to talk about, but share a little bit about who Delora is and what brought you to here.
1: Absolutely. Um, I'm so happy to be here, Hannah. Thank you so much for having me. So, oh my gosh, introducing myself. What a loaded question. Um, (laughs) I'm Delora. I'm from the Midwest, residing in Missouri. I would say um, I've been like a spiritual worker for the last five years. I really prioritize um, inner work spiritual practices with the moon cycles, oracle card readings, tarot card readings. It's those tools have really helped me like navigate my life, my own inner intuition. So, um, of course I'm like heavily into astrology and human design and outside of those things that I like to spend time doing in my free time for my self-growth and like my own inner journey connecting to myself, I wear so many hats Mm -hmm. in my business life and, and really using human design and astrology and inner work and spiritual practices, it has really helped me get into a position, um, in my like career, in my business to like better understand myself, Mm -hmm. how to navigate relationships, you know, business relationships with other people, also personal life. Um, and yeah, just to give some background on like who I am and what I do first and foremost, uh, I'm a hairstylist. Um, I'm also the director of consulting for a company where we help beauty service providers or really service providers scale their business through different business and marketing strategies there. And I am also a breathwork practitioner. (laughs) I
0: love that. I love that. So remind me your astrology just for listeners, just so they have that background too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my, uh, son is a Scorpio. My moon is a cancer and my rising is Leo. And for so many years, I really only, you know, dove into the Scorpio side of things. I wasn't really even enlightened on my other, like planetary placements and all of that. And really when I dove into my chart is when I really was like, Oh my gosh, it's like unpeeling the different layers of yourself, you know, and that, that alone has helped me navigate And then you add human design and it's like, wow, like I feel called out. (laughs) (laughs) I feel seen. Oh my gosh. Well, I agree with you. I have,
0: I have a lot of fire in my chart. I'm a double Leo. So Leo sun, Leo moon, and then Libra rising. Um, but again, like you, We mostly focus on our sun signs because for those of you that are listening, if you've never heard about astrology or dove in your sun sign is just your birth date. So like what month you were born, I was born in August. So if you're begin, if you're in like the end of July through probably August 20th, you're going to be a Leo. Um, and, and we mostly focus on the sun signs, which is just one piece of our lives. And then once you add in, your moon sign, which is your emotional planet, Mm -hmm. your rising sign, which is kind of where you're growing into, you get so many different insights to your life, how you are, why you move through the world the way that you do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And same with human design. Like we speak mostly beginner human design conversations here just because human design can be so complex, but even just learning about Energy type, authority, yourself and not self, which I like to say, like when you're in alignment versus misaligned, those themes, there's so much insight that comes there that really has helped me navigate myself and then how I interact with my clients, how I interact in my relationships, whether that's friendship, business work, personal relationships. It's been so eye opening. So, Okay. So I love that you're a Scorpio too. Uh, I don't meet a lot of Scorpios and I think Scorpios are really, really cool sign and you're double water. So you got a lot, you got a lot going there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm surprised you say you've never really met a lot of Scorpios because I have so many Leos are like one of my so I, I like to call it my surrounding signs. I'm around a lot of Leos and I'm really? like, I don't know if that, and maybe that's just because that's my rising, but I love mm-hmm. Leos and I really resonate with that sign. I feel like that's a huge part of who I am.
0: Wow. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I attract fire signs. There was like a point in my life where I made like four or five really great friends and four out of the five were all fire signs, (laughs) which is really crazy. But my, my sister is a water sign. So we have some of that balance there, but, um, yeah, but it also makes sense if you're rising, like that you're, you align with, with the fire signs. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So let's talk about human design. I would love to first know what brought you into human design like how did human design find you how did you find human design
1: so it's through the company that i work for which is okay. Slice squad consulting um we have one of my co-workers on the leadership team kayla b she is all about human design i had never heard of it and really when it came to be she was like you've got to check this out sign into this website put in like your you know your birth time your birth date uh you're gonna learn so much about yourself so i did it And I'm like, I was like, what am I looking at, you know, because it's like this graph of a body with all these numbers and the different signs of the planets and stuff. And I knew that it like was all connected, but it was really until I started like clicking around and reading descriptions that I was like, okay, I get it now. Cause at first I was Mm -hmm. super lost, but she Mm -hmm. teaches classes on it actually for our clients. Yeah. And so she, she brought it into my life. And uh, once I really dove in I was just like, wow, I, I felt like I knew so much. But really from like astrology, I felt like really helped me in my personal life, understanding me. But when mm. human design came, I was I felt like it helped me realize like like what I am what I'm here doing, like what I'm supposed to do, and also how to navigate those hidden things about myself that I like fall into. I mm-hmm. guess. Um, like, p- like specifically in like career, if that okay. makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What examples are you thinking of right now? If you have ones?
1: Yeah, I do. So like, for instance, um, my profile's two, four, so that's hermit opportunist, which side note, I've never been a fan of the words that they use. Cause I'm like, no. this makes me sound like a really <laughs> terrible person. <laughs> 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 um, But once I really dove into like, especially the hermit, um, that helped me so much because I've always struggled with being a Scorpio, you have this, this natural tendency, at least it reigns true for me, I have this natural tendency to um, be a little secretive and not I feel like that Mm -hmm. can be taken in a bad way, but it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily bad. It's just like, I... I hold a lot of information about me to myself. I don't mm-hmm. always feel so inclined to share. And human design stepped in and was like, but that's part of what you're here to do. And when I really dove into the profile with two, four, two being the hermit, that talks about how it's like it's natural for me to want to pull back and hide. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and not share, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of keep, not that I'm like keeping everything that I learned to myself, but feeling like what I've learned isn't really worth sharing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and how that really ties in, to use an example of, um, I've shown up on social media uh, for years, but not ever really like face forward, speaking yeah. to yeah. the camera, speaking to my audience. And Honestly, that all changed when I read about the two in my profile being the hermit. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Like, I've got to stop hiding.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, literally. Ugh. Yeah. I love that example, and I love talking about Scorpio too because the two water signs, Scorpio and Cancer, they they both have that hard like exoskeleton. And I have found just moving through my life, I've found those two signs are the most within their shell. Like they're the most, like, I don't want to say closed off because you're not the Scorpio and, and, and cancers. They're really beautiful. Um, but they do kind of hold things close to their chest and it takes them a moment to come out of their shell. They need to feel safe within the relationship to come out of the shell. And I, I would agree with the hermit, which also, if you'd use the, my human design app, uh, it's called the natural. So I like that language better too, because oh, the hermit that. sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, um, it so the natural, and then the people person, I think is what, what the terms are, uh, mm-hmm. is the four is the people person. So, so, and your first line, so everyone has two lines, like two is the first number, four is the second number for you. I'm a one, three manifesting generator. So the first, number is always how you see yourself. So you, you you, more than anyone might recognize what you're withholding, what you're kind of keeping close to you until you feel safe enough to come out in the relationship and share it. And it doesn't have to be secretive, like you said. Um, But the four is how other people see you and you might not always see that. So that's always so interesting to me because with the two, four lines, most people like hypothetically, you would feel that you're, you keep things very close to your chest. However, other people might see you as the people person, very personable, very outgoing, very like easy going, easy to share. Um, And and then you ha- then you're able to have that connection, like you said, where you're like, oh, I don't need to be in my shell all the time. Now that I recognize this, like, I think human design and astrology, when we don't know a lot about it, at least this is my experience, when we don't know a lot about it, it's almost like the, the stereotypes are almost excuses or like, oh, that's just the way I am. Like, I'm just not a people person or, or I'm just always in my shell. But when we learn the nuances and when we learn a little bit deeper about both of them, we're really given the opportunity to challenge ourselves in those thoughts and be like, oh, am I, am I this way? Or, or can I challenge that? Can I move through that? For me, Leo's like stereotypically are very stubborn (laughs) and I am, I can be stubborn. (laughs) Um, But now that I know that, like now that that's been almost called out Mm -hmm. on me, I am constantly, if I'm in a situation, I'm constantly checking myself and being like, am I being stubborn in this situation or am I just setting a boundary or am I just like taking care of myself? And then you're able to have that awareness. I think it's really all about bringing awareness. It's like
1: the reflection. Yes. Yes. It's like the self-reflection. And with mine being like, it feels so contradicting, right? The Mm -hmm. two and the four, it feels so contradicting, but same with being a Scorpio sun and a Leo rising, it, it's <laughs> yeah. like the same thing, mm-hmm. you know? And so being able to really dive into that and be like, okay, I am the, I am the people person, but there is this part of me that like, it it is the mask that I put on and, and yeah. I am, I love people. Um, I love connecting. I love having conversations. I love new relationships, old relationships with people, friendships. I mean, I feel like I thrive, in a group of people, you know, like I thrive, but, but there's this part of myself that at least in the past, I felt like I could never truly like take that mask off and like Mm -hmm. really show the deeper parts of me, which speaking Mm -hmm. into the deeper parts of me, that's breath work. That's Mm -hmm. tarot cards, Oracle cards, um, journaling, doing moon cycle, um, you know, stuff I I, like, that was something that I kept private to me that I didn't feel comfortable to share or that I didn't feel like, um, it was even worth bringing up, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and of course there's other, there's other things tied in there too, but, uh, just really diving into astrology, but then human design, it helped me realize like, I don't have to always like hide everything, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and there are other people out there that really share a lot of the same interest as me, whether it feels taboo or not, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. 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 And help me
1: work through the fear of rejection of that side of myself, even with the closest people in my life you know? Yeah.
0: It's so interesting to have this conversation and hear your perspective, because you and I are, are obviously into like very much, very Just, similar yes, things we are. <laughs> and then having the different profiles. So the one, three is I'm going to mess this up, but, but the one is basically, uh, I think the one is learning like lifelong mm-hmm. learner three is learning through trial and error. So like, yes. I very much have always had the perspective of you never fail. You're always just learning something. If you fail, quote unquote, you're really just learning something about yourself. Um, and then being a manifesting generator is all about like just going out and doing the shit and then it, you know, making it work or, again, in my perspective, if it fails, like we, I didn't really ever fail. Um, no, you learned so something right. So like learned. Yeah. being, being interested in the same things, even if you were just to stock each of our, our profiles, like going back a little bit, like I'm just reflecting, seeing the difference. I'm always just like putting this shit out and yeah, talking about like all of my woo woo stuff, (laughs) but I've always been that way. Like, I'm always just like, if you don't want to listen to it, then don't watch it. Like, if you don't want to learn about the moon cycles, don't follow me. And that's totally fine. Like go follow whoever else you want, but Mm -hmm. you having it like closer to your, closer to your chest and not sharing it fully really, I feel like talks about the two, four.
1: It really, it really does. Cause I, like for a long time, it it was really just like something for me, you know, like I, it, it was some, I mean, I knew that I was more spiritual than religious, like my whole life. And, Mm -hmm. um, it just like kind of all fell into my lap. Like I bought a journal, uh, I bought some like digital assets to help myself like follow and create kind of like a regimen and a plan and a routine. And for a long time, it was just me. And then as I started kind of like putting little nuggets out there to different people that I thought would be open or receptive Mm. to that. I brought other people in, you know, that I found were also like into that as well. And, um, it wasn't until, yeah, probably like the last, I would say even like three to four months that I really was like full send. I don't care. Like Mm. even, even some of my, I have friends that I've known since pre-K, And some of those people would have had no idea, but for some reason, I just felt like I would be judged, you know, and I didn't Mm want to disrupt being that people person or people pleaser, in my opinion, as well. Like, didn't really want to disrupt our relationship because of the things that like bring me joy and clarity, you know? Um, Yeah. Because, you know, it is like, I feel like it's more accepted now than ever, but it hasn't always been.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, this is very. I feel like very kind of woo woo or whatever you want to call it stuff, but we are having a lot more conversations about it. And, and to be honest, I've never met anyone that I've introduced to human design. That's like, I don't think so. Like everyone's like, holy moly, this is crazy. Like, this is totally me. This makes so much sense.
1: So I
0: want to talk about how I, I want to keep talking about two, four, but also just projector energy type moving through your business. So if you are, if a listener is, is a small business owner, but then also just, I'm I'm so interested in projectors moving through their life because Mm -hmm. being a non-energy type is what we have two non-energy types. It's projectors and reflectors. So the other three energy types are the energy types. So like they, they gain energy manifesting generators, generators, and manifestors. We kind of wake up every morning with a certain battery level. And that battery level is pretty full. And the invitation for the energy types, those three is using up your energy throughout the day. And that needs to be, uh, physical energy as well as mental energy, the non-energy types. So reflectors, projectors, you also wake up with a certain battery, but the battery capacity is a little bit lower and needs to be recharged throughout the day. So I have examples with clients and and such that I can share, but I'm super curious when you learned about that, did that resonate with you? And then did it shift your, the way that you're moving through your world? Yes,
1: absolutely. So, I mean, as somebody who works with the public, because I have a salon suite and I'm still a hairstylist, Mm -hmm. uh, like I would find myself day in and day out just being ultimately drained where anything else that I didn't want to do outside of my work or at like any position or role that I'm in that I, I, I was like frozen. Like I come home mm. and I'm like, okay, gonna cook dinner absolutely not gonna work out absolutely not gonna journal nope just nothing like don't even. mom calls me not answering you know but like can't can't do it like don't have just don't have like cannot don't have the energy for it and when I read about being a projector um and really everything that you just said I was like okay so that makes so much sense. And mm. what can I do moving forward? Like, how can I restructure my day so I can feel recharged and refreshed at these different periods in my day so I can be more productive and also hold myself accountable to not only the things that I want to get done within my business day, but also my personal life and the personal goals that I've set for myself. Yeah. So one tool, and and really, once again, I learned all of these things um, from slice different people in slice squad consulting that I'm, uh, have the opportunity to work with amazing people. And one being like, plan your day ahead of time with time blocking. Mm. First thing, like my Google Mm. calendar looks insane. And to Mm. some people, I know that that might not work. Maybe you're paper and pen, or maybe you're somebody that, that can't like plan your day. But I would, I will Mm. sit down and I will think about all of the goals that I have business personal, and I will literally, put that into my calendar with breaks in between so I know that I'm going to have like I'm in my morning I'm going to do admin you know then I'm going to like go to the salon have my clients I'm going to come home have two hours off of that like schedule to like eat dinner do the things that I need to do and then factor in a little bit of extra time for any other like tasks that I really need to get done I really thrive on Marking things off a checklist. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's also a projector thing. I love to be productive. And when I have felt drained and like my energy has ran out, then I spiral because I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have the energy to do these things, but now it's all spilling over into the next day and the next week and the next month. And, and I don't like to put things off. Mm -hmm. Um, So finding that structure and pre-planning my day has been huge. Also, if I am working like on the computer with a certain task that is going to take me like, let's say two hours, I use a Pomodoro pomodoro timer.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So, and if any, right, have you, you've heard of it?
0: Yeah, but please explain it for for those of us that have not.
1: So if anybody um, isn't familiar with the Pomodoro timer, the Pomodoro method, it is essentially Undivided attention to whatever task you are going to do you're going to set a 25 minute timer and there's free Pomodoro timers out there, you could just Mm -hmm. use the timer on your phone. And once that time runs out you take a five to 10 minute break that way you can feel a little refreshed. maybe go outside get some water get a snack whatever it is that you need to do and then come back and give undivided attention again for 25 minutes. So I any like large task I have that I know is going to be kind of time consuming, I use that and that really helps me follow it through as well as making sure that I have nothing that could break my focus.
0: Mm, yeah. And yeah, because really it's the it's the multitasking. Like projectors like, yeah. do much better with one thing move one on thing one at thing at a time. Move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I actually don't believe in multitasking for anyone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I, and Hey, like whatever works best for you, but I just, I really, once again, something that I learned through a class, um, Mm -hmm. at the company, but like, if you can really give your attention to one thing and complete it rather than doing five things at once, like, I don't know, at least for me, that really helped me and my productivity and to be able to be more efficient with all of the things that I need to do when you are one person running a whole business, maybe you have another, another position or yeah. other things that you'd like to do, you know, breath work for, for yeah. us and being in multiple roles. Um, I feel like my energy is revived. If I can like, look at what I need to do and dedicate all my attention to one thing until it is done.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love yeah. that you brought up, taking breaks, like in the big chunks, because that's the way that you recharge your battery, especially projectors. I mean, everyone in general, but I know that it is so important for projectors to have that time to recharge. And like you said, like, go get a snack, go get outside for a walk, move your body for a minute, yep. even lay down and rest for 10 minutes yeah. because projectors, they don't need huge pockets of time. You don't need like two hours of rest to recharge. It's it's truly 20 minutes. I, yeah. I was laughing with my sister because it took me a while to look up my dad's human design. Um, and so my sister and I were having a, a discussion cause she's a reflector. So we talk a lot about human design oh my cause gosh. she's like I've never
1: met one. my favorite.
0: Yes. Yeah. She's so cool. We actually Crazy. did. Um, we did a YouTube video. So if you go to my YouTube channel, we, her and I talk, if you want to learn a, a little bit I would more love about reflectors. To. Yes. I've yeah. never met
1: one.
0: Yeah. They're great. I love, I love her. She's incredible. So, so we're talking and I'm like, I wonder what what dad is. I wonder what dad's human design type is. And then I'm like thinking, and then this like light bulb went off in my mind. And I'm like, Oh my God, faith is my sister. I'm like, I bet, I bet dad is a projector because when we were little during the weekend, like we would go to my dad's every other weekend and we would want to go do whatever, like go to like Mm -hmm. Chuck E. Cheese, go hiking, go sledding, go out to dinner, whatever. And every time he would be like okay give me 20 minutes i'm gonna take a 20 minute nap and then we'll go and he would literally lay on the floor in the living room we would be watching tv he would sleep like no no timer but to the minute 20 minutes Mm -hmm. get up and go and then we would go like have a great afternoon and when i realized that i was like oh my god faith he's a projector Projector, and he definitely was we looked him up like he is but it's that 20 minutes. It's the small yep. increments of time that just, you just got to take a little break to. revitalize and then come back.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And like with the Pomodoro timer, I use that within a task, but, but through my day, between all of the things that I have to do, I make sure that I have time factored in for me where like, I'm not doing something else. I'm not mm-hmm. even changing laundry, but mm-hmm. I am like, going to just like go sit or go outside or like, I don't know, make a coffee or just whatever it is to really like relax for a minute. And that Mm -hmm. was something that also took me a while because I was like, okay, I have a break. What else can I possibly do? But then the rest of the things that I was trying to hold myself accountable to doing, I wouldn't get to, you know, so it's been invaluable to me. For sure. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. the sustained energy, I think, is what is what mm-hmm. it gives you to make it through the day. So you're not coming to the end of your day, like crawling there. You're actually definitely. coming to the end of your day and you're like, OK, I feel good. I feel like I've been mm-hmm. productive, but I also mm-hmm. feel like I didn't string myself out too much. Totally. That's awesome.
1: Definitely. Because I think it's natural for at least from my experience, being aware of being a producer. I felt like I was just such a machine and then I came to a breaking point. And so with diving into human design and, you know, feeling totally called out, I was like, (laughs) okay, yeah, um, I need to get back into my schedule of like making sure I really factor in some time for myself throughout my day. Mm -hmm. And it's just been like, honestly, a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not
0: a machine and that, like, again, for those of you that are new to human design, the, the population percentage of generators and manifesting generators comes to about 70% of the population, projectors are about 20%. So having, only being 20%, you're living in a world of the machines, quote unquote, although we are not machines either, but the more the doers, like manifesting generators and generators, they're the doers of the world. Projectors are actually more of the guides If you think in terms of, um, like a, a, a construction business or whatever, a projector would be the overseer that's directing people. That's kind of standing up at the top of the hill, looking down and saying, Hey, I think that you could do this a little bit better. I think that this technique or approaching this situation this way might be a little bit more productive and easier for the group. Um, But you as a projector your job is not to actually go do it it's to step back see the full picture and then guide the rest of the world in how they can tweak things a little bit to be more productive to be more efficient so taking that information i would love to move into breath work. what brought you into somatic breathwork and then how you kind of take your human design knowledge into working with your clients with breathwork
1: absolutely uh i got introduced to breathwork let's see 2018 i would say i okay. noticed a friend of mine on instagram started offering virtual sessions And I was like, Hey, like, I love meditation. I love yoga. Like I'm all over that kind of stuff. Like, why not? I'm going to give it a shot. And so for a while I would join her zoom sessions and I absolutely loved it. And then a period of my life, I just kind of like fell off and, um, really wanted to get back into it. But in, I moved back home, uh, from a different state and I really wanted it in person rather than virtually. And I just couldn't find anything in my area. Um, and in the midst of that search myself, the CEO of the company and a dear friend of mine, Nikki, who is also at our, um, training, uh, she was like, Hey, there is this training in Arizona for breath work. Like, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. like, absolutely. She's also a projector. Um, Mm. (laughs) and, uh, yeah, I was like, absolutely. Like, I never really thought about being a practitioner, but I would love to hold that space for people and i know that i really loved it when i was practicing it and receiving it myself and it was super helpful for me um so i was like yeah let's do it so uh moving into that you know i at first i was like i really want to just go for the experience you know and Mm -hmm. and will i will i really offer this um because of like being a busy career woman you know i was like will i really and then it just felt like the stars aligned for me because Mm -hmm. it's just everything that i'm about personally it just makes sense and so being able yeah. to work through that and also hold that space for other people has been 100% fulfilling um yeah. i couldn't be happier with the decision and in terms of like human design and breathwork like to me being a projector to like like what you were saying about essentially like you're the contractor right like you're mm-hmm. you are the guide helping people to find a more efficient way which is literally exactly what i do uh, yeah. in my in my career um in mm. so many different ways and being a pro- being a projector and offering breathwork i feel like it's essentially in line in a diff- in a spiritual way right like
0: you're mm-hmm. helping
1: guide people to ultimate release of things that they aren't even maybe aware that's really there you know i feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people that come to breathwork don't know much about it or like don't even realize like i've had friends say i don't have anything to release (laughs) that's what you need to release, (laughs) you know (laughs) but i feel like as a projector um i don't know like when i when i did my first session i couldn't even describe the feeling of how that felt and and knowing like receiving the feedback from people and their experience and um I don't know. I feel like it's really in line just with all of that, like Mm -hmm. being that, being that support, like, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not necessarily like doing, you're just like shedding light on these through music and cues, you know, um, that really open it. It's like opening the invitation for people to, um, I don't know, just like, realize that there's more that lies beneath the surface I would Mm -hmm.
0: say Mm -hmm. yeah and so projectors your your alignment or yourself is oh no I'm sorry your the the way that you move through the world is to wait for invitations Mm -hmm. um and I love that you're kind of flipping it both ways is Mm -hmm. as a projector it's your job to wait for the invitation whether that's energetically physically spiritually whatever Mm -hmm. um but projectors also are gifted the opportunity to extend invitations to Mm -hmm. people to yes, look a little bit deeper or to illuminate a certain aspect of their life or a certain way of thinking or a way that they're approaching a situation in a different way. So it's, it's both. It's like extend the invitation, get the invitation for sure.
1: Definitely. And I think it's been like once I read all about that it at first glance I was like took it a little too literally and I think a lot of people will like if you're a projector and you read that you have to wait for the invitation like definitely do dive a little bit deeper into what that truly means um but for me it, it just made me realize also like it's easy for me to get drained if I do too much, whether that's for me or for other people. And, yeah. and I find all of these different efficient practices for myself or these great modalities for myself that I can put out and share that I'm doing it for me, but mm-hmm. that gives the invitation for somebody else to be like, hmm, you know, yeah. like it's like optional. You know rather than being like hey you need this you know it's like (laughs) let me speak from my personal experience with this um from a really intentional place you know like like my intention is to is to like put it out there that this has been so helpful for me in hopes that if that resonates if my story resonates with somebody else that they might want to try it try Mm -hmm. breathwork um you know and just see if that like works for them because in a busy life like so much piles up that we don't even realize that we carry in with us day in and day out that affects how we show up in the world and our behaviors.
0: Yeah. 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 Jason Melvin, who also went through the training with us and was also on my podcast, he's also a projector. And we were having that conversation of waiting for the invitation. And that not meaning that you have to sit on your hands and just literally wait like you can't do anything because how are you going to wait for the invitation if people don't know what you're doing Like especially just in breath work how are you going to get invited to lead someone through a breathwork session if they don't even know that you are a breathwork practitioner so it doesn't mean don't put out any content don't put out any information But yes, you worded that beautifully. It's, it's how you're approaching the situation. You don't need to shove it down people's throat and you don't need to necessarily approach people in like a one-on-one sense or, or a very aggressive Mm -hmm. sense of like, Hey, do you want a breathwork session? It's let me put out what breathwork has done for me, how it's changed my life and human design and astrology or tarot, whatever, whatever topic it is. And then allow that to be the invitation that you're sending out energetically and if somebody wants to work with you then they will reach out to you for a breathless session yeah i love that
1: yeah and that's that's waiting for the invitation in a nutshell and i think Mm -hmm. that yeah at first glance it was like i'm puzzled by this this doesn't make sense to me and then when i really like i i used youtube and i really dove into it i was like okay that totally makes sense it totally makes sense like like I'm here to share what works for me and mm-hmm. that in itself is going to like put that offer out there. And and then hopefully, you know, the people that I'm supposed to be connected with to share these things with will find me.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's so, it's so beautiful and it really speaks to human design and astrology. Yeah. Not taking it at first glance, like being, being a good student and, and diving in a little bit deeper and then learning the nuances a lot. And it doesn't really take hours of research and and you don't have to know every single thing. Like there's a bunch of gifts in human design and there's so many aspects to human design. But even if you focus on just the top three, what your energy type is, um, what your authority is. Yeah. And and then like, we can focus on like self, not self. Um, yeah. even if you're just focusing on those three, but then learning them a little bit, because the wording is odd as well. It like is, we're talking yeah. hermit or wait for the invitation. Like yeah. it's it's hard to just take one line. And because we all have connotations about what these words mean. So g- generators, I've gotten that a lot with like, when I get generator clients and they're like, i'm i don't want to be like the doer of the world i don't want to be constantly doing it i'm like that's not it let's talk about it it. yeah (laughs) like it's just it's just a word but really diving
1: into it yeah so go ahead oh i was just gonna say it's it's worth like looking through a different, a few different resources, because I remember the first time Mm -hmm. I really looked into it, it was like the first website I was using. It wasn't really resonating with me. And then I just like took the extra step and got out there a little bit more with being a projector two four and what that really means. Um, and then I was like, okay, yes. Like you just have to find maybe the right writer or the right person that explains Mm -hmm. it on YouTube or, or seek out somebody to give you a reading of your chart, um, for it to, just have a better understanding. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. Find what resonates with you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
0: I end every episode, we always end up talking about human design at the end, but this entire conversation was about human design. So my question to you to begin to wrap up is if there's one moment or one specific thing that you learned about human design that was the most interesting or the most life-changing biggest light bulb moment in your chart Mm -hmm. or an example of of like you making that connection in your life what's just like one one example where you're like "Mm, this made a big difference for me or i loved this about my chart
1: that was definitely looking into my profile the two four and the two being like hermit in some resources and then not was it natural in the yeah. one that you use yeah. yeah so that was groundbreaking for me just because it it kind of confirmed or affirmed that I already knew that I was this deeper a little bit more closed off secretive person mm. once again not in a bad way you <laughs> always get a bad rap for that um but like looking more into that too, being the hermit or the natural and realizing that like, it's okay to have some things private, but don't let that like run your life and don't hide what you have to offer and what you have to share Mm. with the world. Because as a projector, that's what you're here to do. And I feel like Mm. that's what made human design really come full circle for me in line also with astrology that, it changed up how I just completely operate in my business and in my personal life. Yeah. Um, and it helped me work through not being scared anymore to mm. show that different side of myself. And and once again, knowing that like by doing that, I'm going to get connected with people that do accept me and that also have similar interest and in, like want to talk about it. Cause really, I feel like when you're so into human design or breathwork or astrology or whatever it is, like you want to share that with other people,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And
1: so that's really the profile projector was big enough, but the profile was huge for me. So yeah, look up, look up your chart, um, and read into it because I'm telling you it was transformational and how I really show up on social media and in my relationships, whether that's personal or business.
0: Mm, I love that. And there's so many free resources. Like I mentioned it already, Mm -hmm. but the, my human design app is free to download. I believe you can just look up your chart and see at least some information without the paid version. Um, but also for anyone that's listening i'm happy to look up your chart because like you said when you learn about it you're like i will share this with the world and it's totally. such an invaluable resource in my life and my business that that's why i have these conversations i i yeah. see the value and i truly believe in the importance of learning about this and what it can do for your life whether it's business relationship friendships just the way that you move through the world I love it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for coming. If people want to follow up, connect with you, where do you hang out most and uh, how can they stay connected with you?
1: Absolutely. So I hang out most on Instagram. My handle is at Delora May Gloss. That's where I'm at most. Um, cool. You can reach me there. That's how you can find me, find my content, see what I'm about. Yeah. Mm.
0: And you post some great content. It's so diverse, you, which yeah. I love Thank because yeah. I, I feel like I'm very diverse too. And I like the diversity. It's, it's nice too. just to have that. You don't have to be up. in a
1: box. Mm-hmm. You know? Human design helped me realize that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to just be in a box. I can speak into all of the things that I feel passionate about.
0: yeah yeah Yeah. i love this thank you so much for this conversation thank
1: you of course it was amazing